Okay, and we are we are live. All right, excellent. Um, let me make sure that this is. There's something else I wanted to shut off. Um, yeah, the Google Plus page because it's. I don't know why. Just I don't want to have it open. Okay, I think we are absolutely on, and this is like the tenth time I'm readjusting myself for the camera and stuff. But um, all right, Mr. Moore, go ahead and say hi. Hello, everyone. Hello, internets. And Anton, I've got to say, you're rocking a badass beard. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I don't know about badass, but um, I've developed this habit of um. Not shaving. Yeah. Well, see, okay. That's, I don't know about you. It's a fun habit. I don't know about you, but I just I I honestly I, I this is true. I resent having facial hair. I have since I was like you know however old I was when I had my first little dinky hair coming out of my face. I don't like it. I've never liked it. I find it itchy and annoying. But uh, also, I don't know about you, but um, I have found that when I shave, I break out. When I don't shave, I break out. One takes slightly more effort than the other, and so often I just I'm like, fuck it, you know, I'll just let it go. Well, I'm with you. I mean, I hate having facial hair. It's super itchy. I, I've got a soul patch, and that's about as much yeah. as I want to deal with. I don't have the guts to do that. <laughs> but uh. But I hate shaving as well. It's time-consuming. I cut myself constantly. I burn through razors like the razor blades, like there's no tomorrow because my facial yeah. hair is super thick. So it's expensive. Oh, see, now, <laughs> I don't have that problem. My testosterone level is so low. Well, no, uh, no, my individual hairs are thick. It doesn't grow oh. in thick. It grows in like horrible. If I'd actually tried to yeah. grow a beard, I would look pretty silly. But the individual hair is just stupid thick, so uh, kills yeah. the razor. No, and I don't know about you too, but I like I get I get ingrown hairs like like there's no tomorrow. I mean, to me, like I remember reading about it the first time, like every once in a while, you it's like every fucking one, it's like every other follicle is grown. It's just oh, it's ridiculous. So I just I I almost think if I could have if I could trade that off with something that women don't like, I I don't know what it would be, but I I would definitely like I just oh I hate it <laughs> and. And two, I, I've seen so many guys who can who can who can do it well and pull it off, and I'm not one of them. And, and I'm like, yes. God, and you look good with it too, you bastard. Some guys can rock the beard. Uh, I'm sure I would look good with a full beard. I will never know because they can't grow a full beard. So. Yeah, I can't either. I realized that when I was a freshman in college, and I was going through a depressed phase uh, shortly after my then girlfriend and I broke up, or she dumped me, depending on whom you ask. And I was kind of just. I remember I, I remember actually the day that I decided, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not shaving, I don't feel like it. And I let it go for something like three straight months, and at the time, the most I got was this huge fire engine run goatee right there and, like, nothing else. And up here, it was all blonde with maybe a light brown, and I remember, like, my mom came to visit, and she was like, oh, so you're growing a goatee? And I was like, no, I'm not fucking growing a goatee. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Oh, it's all there, but... Oh, you should try to rock just the goatee. I think you could pull that off. Um, I think that looks good on some people. I don't think it would look good on me. In well, fact, it's better on teenagers, but yeah. Well, and there's this guy who recapture I think the youth, Anton. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know that's why I got the soul patch. <laughs> you know, this will amuse me. You, um, I don't know if you remember that that video that I did for A News. Um, God, it was like two years ago now. Uh, about uh, near death experiences being bullshit, and I do remember that one. It was a good one. Uh, well, I, I thought it was okay uh, in retrospect. I, I think I, I could have cut it. I think everything A News did in those days is amazing and spectacular, well, even, yeah, even though it's it's fucking, it's just terrible across the board. I yeah. love it because it was so much fun. Well, th no, there is that. Yeah, absolutely, it was fun. But I, I mean, there are some moments in that thing because I've seen it a couple times since, and uh, 
And I swear, there's so many moments where I'm just like, uh, and it's just like, God, Anton, you could have cut that. Like, you easily could have. But um, it's probably the most commented on thing I have on YouTube. Um, it is probably the third or second most popular. Um, and, and, of course, I'm speaking in relative terms. I mean, the, you know, obviously there are people who have just gajillions of views and they have gajillions of comments, and I'm not one of them. But um, just a couple days ago, this guy came on. I, I assume it's a guy. I don't actually know. that The name is a typically masculine name. Uh, he was like, oh, you know, this is all we need is a teen with a foul mouth talking. And I thought, wait, oh, wait, he's talking about me. <laughs> it's like, wow, I haven't been a teenager in probably an adult's amount of time from being a teenager, if that makes it. Like, I think it's, I think it's been close to 18 years since I've been a teenager. So it's, it's like, I, I, I mean, I kind of felt like saying, hey, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad that I, I yeah, lived it, full, it's been a long goddamn time since I could rock the teenager title. Well, is it like you know, 19 I, is the last year you can claim to be a teenager, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that is that is, te te uh, that is technically a teenager still, but, I mean, yeah, it's like I, I, I was both kind of um, kind of happy and insulted by it. I was like, oh, I look young, but I was like, wait, I look like a fucking teenager still? <laughs> I want to feel like a teenager more than I want to look like one. I want that, that youth, that energy that comes with being a teenager. Maybe not yeah, the crazy I emotional instabilities, but the yeah. energy. No, I've noticed, uh, my wife and I have both noticed that uh, we can do basically one outing on a Saturday and then we're just, we're bushed. We're like, okay, let's go home and, and take a nap or, or, you know, play video games or something. Because oh, yeah, we're, we're the same, my wife and I. Uh, oh, we just got God. back from the Godless Revival and I'm just ready to kill over. It's the energy it takes and as cold as it is out there right now, uh, I don't know if you folks have noticed, but that whole polar vortex thing no, sucks to be notice. in the north. We don't notice things like that. Although I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, I usually try to start um, just asking people how they're doing and what's up and that sort of thing. Cold. That sort of, that sort of answers that question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember actually wondering years ago, and I've asked this about uh, religious people. I, I've said, okay, let's just say that you're right and I'm wrong. That's fine. Let's let's start with that. Um, why would God have there be you know snowstorms and sh I just uh, seriously, what's the point? Like just to freeze people? I mean, well, according to Republicans, it's because of gay people and abortions. You know, I that's something else I've never understood. Is like, let's just go ahead and assume that, that is correct. Okay, that that I, I can't give them that benefit of well, the doubt. I, mean, I can't go that far personally. I, I can't either, but. I remember hearing uh, some rumors about some guy, I think Jerry Falwell, saying that, and I remember thinking, like, okay, let, let's just say that that's correct. Why don't they all hit San Francisco every single time? Because if that truly is the goal, to punish for gay people, or, okay, let's, let's extend it further. If, if the goal is to punish those who have, um, who have passed laws or support, why not also hit Washington? I guess, like, why not hit every individual home that has supported that, and uh, and you know, stay away from any individual at home that hasn't, because like, oh, they always I, come back with that whole because God works in mysterious ways bullshit. You know what I hate about that actually is I didn't know this. I don't know if you knew this, but um, th that is from like some guy's song. Some guy just came up with that. It's not canonical. It's not the Bible. There's no there's no religious authority behind that. Yeah, but notion. they love that phrase. They I run know. with it. I just know. Kind of tease I, them every time they say that. I, well, no, I, I feel the same way because because of that reason. Because it's like you know, some guy just coined this. Like this, this has no, this has no theological authority at all. You guys just all sort of decided that it does. But last time I checked, you need a convention of bishops to make that happen. But I, I don't know. I, I mean, 
it's obviously an, an ultimately pointless endeavor to pursue that, but I, I, it's one of those things where I assumed it was quoted from the Bible because it was quoted so much, and then when I looked it up, it was like, oh, wait, no, this is just some, some guy just said this, and that was it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> There's nothing else to it, and yet, yeah, people uh, take it with authority, but no, you're right. I mean, that's what happens is, is when in doubt, say mysterious ways, and then, oh, okay, problem solved. So, so how was this revival? I have yet to go to one, um, well, and I... Yeah. I you're in California, not New York. No, well, no, no. There's there's um there's Sunday Assembly out here. It's that's um, not the same thing. That's a whole different evil. Sunday oh, Assembly is the bad. Godless oh. revival is the good. Okay, now I I have to admit I do have some ignorance around this. And I okay, the Sunday it. Assembly is a humanist church-like event that is designed to give its founders a paycheck. That is what oh. the Sunday Assembly is. Okay, it's, okay. It's the new version of L. Ron Hubbard. Okay, now I'm glad you're pointing this out because um, <laughs> I don't know if you if I've ever told you this, but I, I had this experience with um, not with him personally, just with the person of this person that was making sense of uh, Harlan Ellison. Yeah. I I didn't know for a very long time that um, the Harlan Ellison who wrote the 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 script for um, or he wrote an early version of the script for one of the the famous Star Trek episodes, uh, A City on the Edge. Yeah, of the, the sci-fi writer Harlan Ellison. Yeah, I didn't know that this is the same Harlan Ellison who also wrote uh, Outer Limits episode, which um, James Cameron later basically plagiarized in order to make yeah. the Terminator stuff. Yeah, he's I a didn't... crazy old bastard, but he's oh, a no, great yeah. writer. Yeah, well, I, but the thing that I felt ashamed by was that I thought those were two different people. And it wasn't until I heard I was like at work. Um, you think there are two sci-fi writers named Harlan Ellison? No, I didn't realize. I didn't know the name, or I didn't remember the name of one of ah. them. So I thought these are two. Di- or actually, I thought that there was like three or four different people who I was attributing different things to. And ah. then I realized they're all the same person. And I was like, Oh shit! Okay, fuck. Yeah, he so wrote same- a fuck ton of novels. Wrote a number yeah. of uh, TV uh, episodes. For various sci-fi show, our Outer Limits, Star Trek, and many others. You great know what's writer. Funny about, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I was just saying, great writer. Yeah, and, you know what's funny about him is um, I saw this early interview with him, and well, not early, or early from my point of view, uh, with him and uh, the main cast of of uh, TOS. Um, it was right before Star Trek Motion Picture was released, and they're all like, "Oh, we can't wait. We love this. Gene's a genius. You know, everything's happy. Everything's good." And he comes out and he's like, it's all bullshit. Like, you know, it's a pretty crappy show. And when you really get down to it, it's like it, it has these lofty ideals, but it's all horseshit because every single episode is resolved through phaser fights. And it's so funny to watch James Duhon's face because he's just like, he wants to fucking punch the guy. <laughs> he's like, and he actually speaks up and he's like, no, that's just not true. It's not every single one. He's like, well, yeah, pretty much every single one. And he's like... <laughs> And the thing 75%. Is, we'll give you 75%. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I was listening to him, and I, I'm a huge Star Trek apologist, as I imagine you are, because I have seen that picture of you. Oh, um, yeah, it's... And yet, I kind of agreed with him. <laughs> I was like... Well, it's, yeah. The old series, they did kind of resolve a lot of their... But it was... Yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole premise, it was based on the Cold War. You oh, know, yeah. The, no, the, I, I understand that stuff. The Federation I, I just, versus the Klingons without yeah. actually going to war. There was a lot of, of conflict in it, but there was also a lot of talk of trying to find a peaceful resolution. So, I yeah. mean, yeah, the, the phasers came out a lot, but there was still a lot of uh, a lot of finding ways around having to just blow each other's brains out. Well, and two, I and, kind of feel like Ellison... And then the movies happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I love for unexplicable, inexplicable reasons. Okay, the motion picture was... 
Yeah, it was one where Phaser Fire didn't really cut it, but it was still boring as shit. And then Rathacon came out, and that's when Phaser Fire worked. Yeah, well, yeah. And then well, but, but they actually, kept with I mean, it. I think Phaser Fire worked in that one, and also some planning, because I remember the moment, I, I watched it recently, actually, and, I, and there was the great moment where, uh, where Kirk says, oh, he's thinking two-dimensionally. And so it did take a little bit of planning and cunning and wit and strategy. It, I mean, obviously, what and ended fucking up... fucking photon torpedoes. I mean, yes, that's, no, no, that's absolutely true. <laughs> it's, let's find a cunning way to put these photon torpedoes up Khan's tailpipe. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, well, and, and I actually remember, uh, I, I've seen the movie a, a bunch of times, and I, I, there was one of the times I watched it, I thought, you know, for being a super genius, Khan isn't that bright, because the guy says to him, we could go, we have a starship, we could go anywhere, we could like, why don't we go and refuel? Like, let's just go get some snacks, let's get some jerky, some beer, like, let's all get laid a little bit, you know, and then we can come back for Kirk. And Khan's like, no, we must get him now, and I thought... Well, that was great, though. I love that, because, yeah, he's a super genius, but he's been he's been exiled. He's been driven insane by by these harsh conditions he's been forced to live in. He's watched so many of the people that he considers his family die right before his eyes. He's gone fucking mental. And that's, oh, that's, no, I, I get that. That is so just, much better, because well, he's not like your, your typical yeah. diabolical evil mental. Yeah. He's rational mental, if that makes any sense. He's, no, I know what you're saying, yeah. He's, yeah. he's fun. And I no, love how Kirk... And, and Khan in that movie were never on screen at the same time. They never actually met in person. I didn't actually realize that um, when I, I watched loved it for a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realize it at all until somebody pointed out. They were like, well, you know, they're never... I was like, no, that's... And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's, no, that's true. But that's brilliant. Well, yeah, because I think it's, it's, more, um, it's more dramatic in a way because yeah. I... I was actually talking about this with my wife the other day where um, some, some Mark Wahlberg movie was coming out and I don't remember which one and I don't care because I just can't stand that guy. And we were yeah, talking about how... Mark. Yeah, no, we, we were talking about how, like, um, basically, like, we just don't find him interesting. We don't find his movies interesting. And um, one of the minor points that we discussed was, like, I, I don't feel like I've... And actually, I would apply this to a lot of films. I don't feel like I've seen a movie where... I, I really felt like there was a, a good deal of drama or challenge involved in the resolution of conflict, wherein when we're watching a Mark Wahlberg film, we go into it with the assumption that he's going to kick ass and take names. And one of the things that I have enjoyed about movies that have done this, although there are few and far between, is when the hero is so less than in the beginning that it is unreasonable to expect that he will overcome everything and, and I'm actually kind of fascinated with how um, the movies of the 80s, like the, uh, the Reagan-era ones, were so revered because there's no, there's no sense of tension, in my opinion. Like, we just saw this video on YouTube where it's, like, a bunch of... Um, uh, I think it was called, like, The Best Cheesy Lines or something. And one of the cuts... Uh, excuse me, one of the shots was from... I don't know which one, but it was a Schwarzenegger movie where he plays, like, some badass... And this, this guy approaches him and is like, you know, you, basically, you can't kick my ass because I'm a Green Beret. And Schwarzenegger says, um, I eat green berets for breakfast. And uh, fine, like, you know, it's kind of cute, kind of funny. But when I thought at the time, I was like, but that's not dramatic. There's nothing, there's no tension there because with that, that attitude and with the muscle behind it, I have no, I, I expect that he's going to win with no challenge at all. And to well, me, yeah, that's boring. That's just a pissing contest. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, that's what I mean. Is it, to me, that's boring because it's like, um, you know, one of the things I really loved about um, uh, about the Dark Knight, the the Nolan film, was not only was the Joker not the strongest in the room, but he he was unpredictable, and you know they they obviously really drove that point home. And I, yeah. I really liked how 
you know, in fact, I, I love the scene. I love the scene where, where he's laughing while Batman's beating the shit out of him, and he's laughing, saying, you have nothing to threaten me with. And yeah. that's kind of how I feel about those movies. It's like, okay, so you have a big gun, but your big gun will not save your girlfriend. It will just torture me. It will, it will not achieve the goal you're looking for. So, in fact, well, even that was one gun, of the brilliant things about The Dark Knight and the brilliant yeah. thing about The Joker is they completely yeah. removed Batman's advantage. Yeah, no, I mean that's 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 what I really enjoyed about it. Um, and actually, I, I don't know if you've, I, you know, here, here's a good example. I don't know if you've seen um, uh, the the Joel, fuck, not Joel, uh, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, The Lookout. But it's one of my favorite of the last ten not. years. It's great. No, you seriously, you got to check it out. They sold it wrong and they undersold it because when the trailer was like, in a world where a guy has to get money because you know why not? I was like, oh, God, I'm so bored. I don't care. But then I watched it, and it's amazing because it's it's a very interesting character portrayal. Because it's he plays this guy who, um, after an accident, suffers um, a very severe and a very specific kind of brain damage where he he can't track things like he can't do lists or he has to do he has to write things down in order to keep track of them. He it's not quite like he can't create new memories, but he just it's a very basic thing that we can all do that that he has lost the ability to do. And so, throughout the film, these guys try to take advantage of him. Because of this, you know, they know that they can exploit him this way. And at some point, they say to him, like, you know, he who has the money has the power. And he eventually gets the money from them. And I, I'll try not to ruin the whole story. But but what you're expecting the whole time is because he has this serious disability and because he isn't physically that strong, he looks like he won't be able to, you know, take care of himself or or the situation. But basically, he has to use his mind. And he has this list, and he 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 can only rely on those things. And at some point, it looks like um, he's going to lose because the bad guy has the girl and the bad guy has the friend. You know, the bad guy has everything that the good guy wants. But the good guy still says, I have the money. I have the power. And you realize that in that moment, the bad guys, if they do anything to the people that he cares about, they will lose everything because they won't get the money. And so he's actually, he's, he's correct. Because he has the money, even though they have the lives that he cares about, there's nothing they can do to him right now, provided you know he still because he could. I think I think he was like hiding it somewhere that they couldn't find. So if if they hurt anyone he cared about or if they hurt him, they would never get the money. And it was really interesting because they were completely um, disempowered, even though you would expect them to be completely in power. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, I think it's on Netflix. Um, I don't know if it's. Uh, sorry, I'm. Okay, no, nothing, nothing special. I, I sometimes get messages. I'm never sure if they're important. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's on Netflix um, Instant, but it might be DVD. You should definitely check it out. It's, it's got one of the best openings to a film I've ever seen. It's really intriguing and it's kind of confusing at first, but it's, but then when you realize why it's confusing, you're like, oh, okay, I get what they're doing here. So, sorry, that was a really long uh, rant about the lookout. So, <laughs> so. No so explain more. Um, so okay. So you said L. Ron Hubbard started um, uh, uh, Sunday Assembly, and it's evil. Well, and I, that's where I, I, I call him. Uh, his name is Sanderson Jones, but yeah, he's pretty much. Uh, he's an L. Ron Hubbard. He's not selling you magic. Uh, he's not selling you anything crazy. It's it's not really all that evil on the surface, but you know he he's he's doing this for for himself to make money. Him and his partner Pippa Evans. Uh, okay. They've done some very shady fundraising practices to make some money off this, and if that's your thing, if you want to give money to someone who wants to make a very vapid event that forbids the word atheist, then maybe Sunday oh, Assembly. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, this it's, is... it's not an atheist church. It's it's a very vapid humanist thing. 
Right. And I say church-like event because they're not preaching anything other than don't be a douche. Right. Which I don't need to, to wake up early on a Sunday to be told not to be a shithead. Right. Well, I, I mean, this is actually... I, 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 I promise I won't shit on what you're doing, but this is actually some of my reservations about the whole thing in general is I have failed to see the inherent value in... And differentiation, and I'm not going to say the atheist church is atheist church. I agree with you on that, but I have failed to see why I should get up on a Sunday morning to go to any either of these. Even assuming I were in New York, because it sounds like Godless Revival is more fun, honestly. But it, but still, like I, I had been going to. This is a good example of what I mean. I've been going to uh, LA's Generation Atheist, which is a great thing. But what I started to realize is it was taking me at least an hour to get there, at least an hour to get back. And so in order to feel like I was, you know, spending a good amount of time there, I would probably usually stay for about three hours. So that's five hours out of my Sunday afternoon that often, though not always, I felt was a little bit of a waste of time because it was a little bit of the, oh, you don't believe in God? I don't believe in God either. Yeah, we don't. And so I stopped What else you got to do? Go to church? Well, I mean, (laughs) but I stopped going because I was like, okay... I can think of a million things I would rather do with my Sunday afternoon than that. And again, I, I'm not trying to badmouth Generation Atheist because I think it's a great group and I think it's a great thing that they're doing. But for me, in fact, one of the guys I met there, um, he was like, oh, well, I live right around the corner. And I thought, that's a thing. If I lived right around the corner, I would probably be much more into oh, yeah. doing it. But, oh, yeah, the commute's always a killer for anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And so Sunday Assembly, uh, when I found out that they're in Hollywood, I was like, wow, it would probably take me an hour to get there. And they, I, I, I spoke about this on Twitter, and they wrote me, and they're like, oh, you should try it. And I was like, okay, you're, you're right that I cannot judge accurately without trying it. That is true. At the same time, I, I went to their website, I saw their video, and I know this is going to sound like such a stereotype, but it, it felt to me like one of those newer uh, churches where they're like, hey, we're all happy, and look, we've got a jumbotron, and you know, we're all about singing. Oh yeah, it's it's universal Unitarian with group-led sing-alongs and getting like it's it's boring. It's okay. <laughs> okay it's so, very boring. So when, this when the Sunday Assembly then. came to the okay. states, uh, my good buddy Michael Dorian, he uh, he facilitated the first one here in New York. It was the first okay. ever Sunday Assembly in the states, and uh, I went there because Michael Dorian asked me to come out. And he's a friend of mine, right. so I checked it out. And it was an all right of it. I mean, Sanderson Jones, the founder, was there, and he was kind of funny. And the singing was kind of lame, but I figured, why not? It seemed kind <laughs> of positive. Why is it always lame? Like, why can't it ever be good? Because it's group karaoke, and no one can fucking sing. And you know this. I know this. That, that's true, yeah. That's and true. if you're going to do karaoke, you got to have one person on stage who can't sing, who gets made fun of by the rest of the crowd. That's what right. makes karaoke fun. Yeah, no, you're right. That's true, that's true. But, uh, but, I mean, but it was very... One thing I remember of uh, Sanderson's performance, there was no profanity, no use of the word atheist. There was no message, really, or, or no, no nothing concrete, no tenets, no just uh, pass around the basket and throw in your, your money. And oh, that just, I didn't realize that. Okay. Oh, yeah, they definitely do that shit. So, yeah. so Michael and I said, okay, we'll, we'll do the Sunday Assembly here, but we're going we're gonna to make it better. We're going to tailor it to a New York audience. And we cursed... We did it in bars. We did it in a bikini bar, and okay. we we said we said the word atheist all the time, and we got okay. these directives from Sanderson saying no, you guys can't do this, and we just said fuck you, we're do what I want, and okay. we we kept, uh, we kept pushing away from the church stuff, and we wouldn't give any money to him. So eventually, he reformed Sunday Assembly with some of the people that were with us, and did it in a 
at another area, and we said, fuck it, we had so much fun doing this, we built up a crowd, and now we can do this unrestricted, godless revival. So we made nothing, we are not a church. We are, if anything, a variety say, show. Say that a few more times. <laughs> yeah, I need to. We are not a fucking church. But uh, we we want you to come out for Sunday brunch with us to sit back, listen to some great stand-up comedians, be entertained by our speakers. Uh, we put on a show. We're, we're here to entertain you and give you a chance to network with other atheists in the area if you want and just have a drink with us, have a, have a meal with us. It's a lot of fun. It's a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. It's my social event for the month, or one of them anyway. It sounds like it's basically a more fun version of what I just described in Generation Atheist. And Sorry, sorry Generation, I'm, I'm not shitting on you. I just it's, it's a different thing. It sounds like you guys are intending for it to be a really, like, like you said, variety show. Whereas yeah. something like something like GA is intending to be a just basically a meeting to hang out and yeah. talk to people, which is oh, yeah, we, we, but no worse thing. We put on a full show. I get up and speak every month, uh, and apparently some people seem to like my my uh, on stage speaking, so I'm going to keep doing yeah. it. And uh, excellent. And our our we've got a house band uh, led by Don Kennedy Albert, who you met on Angels. I've, I've, I've talked to him actually a couple times uh, since then. because he's an ex Jehovah's Witness, and they are phenomenal. They do the best cover of Imagine I've ever heard. <laughs> they do it reggae style. It's actually really badass. Oh. Oh no, I, I don't I don't do reggae. I I'm sorry. I, I don't I, usually I, like reggae, but I really like their okay. version of Imagine. It's good. Okay, okay. I, you you are convincing me. <laughs> well then, um, I mean that's too bad they don't have that out here. Because I mean, what I kind of wanted to do was go to the thing out here and then you know bring my little iPhone and and try to get some footage and, and interviews and stuff and and not with the intention of shitting on them on YouTube. Although I suspect that that would be. A result, uh, but was just just to go in and check it out and figure it out and, well, and you can shit on them. I got your back. Well, I mean, see, okay, this is you know, I we've talked about this recently, and I, I've got some very mixed feelings on it, which I know is a huge shock to anybody who ever sees anything that I say and do. But um, I remember, I, and please correct me if, if I get this wrong, but you basically said that, especially if someone talks about you in public and they say shit about you in public, then you have no problem. Talking about you know calling them out and and um and and don't worry I'm I'm not gonna I'm not trying to sandbag you and I'm I'm not gonna bring up things that we wouldn't want to bring up but oh go for it no no don't don't worry about it because uh, I had that happen to me recently yeah well I I I mean and that's and when I and again I'm 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 gonna only say what I said what I said to you over messages was that I you know the this thing that I do is with the intention of talking to the person and seeing what they're about and and just 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 basically hanging out with people I like and admire and so. I asked, I said to you, like, I won't bring this up if uh, if you don't want me to. And I, as I recall, you're basically like, well, I don't really care. And and I don't, I'm not trying to go down this road. The road I'm trying to go down is the issue that you brought, or you didn't bring up, you, you talked about. Um, I have struggled with because um, what happened to you I thought was pretty abhorrent, and yet I still felt compelled on my site not to mention names. And I'm not sure where I draw the line with this stuff because I agree with you that if someone is going to mention you by name and say bad things about you I agree that you have the right to respond in kind the thing that I struggle with a little bit is like there's there's a, a content creator out there who is currently enjoying a good deal of fame and I feel that it is largely undeserved not because this person is bad but simply because I don't find this person particularly interesting or or doing or saying anything that hasn't already been done and said better by other people. There's a lot of those out there. Yeah, yeah. Now, this person in particular, I feel like, is enjoying a good deal of fame 
Probably because of physical attributes. Um, I can't prove that, so it's just a silly hypothesis. But what kind of annoys me is I've seen links to the creator's work um, over and over and over and over and over again from people that I respect, and I kind of want to say to them, like, why? I mean, the, the, the creator hasn't said or done anything that is substantial or of any real value, in my opinion. Now, you could easily turn that around and say, well, Anton, what have you done? And I can say, um, well, I did the near-death experiences video. <laughs> Um, but I'm also I also don't have millions and millions of views and and people linking to me all the time and and one could argue because perhaps I have not deserved that level of notoriety, but I think my point is I have not felt compelled to call this creator out because I don't think this creator has done anything wrong, and I think that that is the right way to go because I don't I don't think the creator has uh, and I don't think the creator deserves to have my ire and I don't think it would accomplish anything. At the same time, though, there are people out there who have done things that I seriously disagree with, and I do kind of feel like saying, I disagree with you, I think you're full of shit, and this is why. But given your experience, and given my, uh, my experience of about a year ago, I'm like, but if I do that, it's going to be a flame war, and I just don't want to deal with it. And so, yeah, flame wars can be fun at times. I, you know, I, I think they can be, but I think what... Okay, here, here's a good <clears throat> example, actually. Because you, you're involved in this, and I don't mind calling this person out because I was really irritated with them. So I don't know if you, you, you probably remember when um, you posted something about, oh, God, I don't remember what you said. I, it, was a, it was a great little article about, um, uh, about oh, it was about the, the, the American Atheist Speaker list. And then um, A. Hermit came on and took a big dump and said, like, oh, well, you're bad people because you support this person who, who is, like, a pedophile or whatever, like, whatever the fuck it was. And yeah, that idiot who came on and said a bunch of things that just were factually inaccurate because he happens to like the person that I don't want to go see. Right, yeah, and, and that's fine. Like, And, and I, I said, my initial statement to him was, look, I know that we have not seen eye to eye, and that's fine. Like, I can set that aside because if what you're saying is true, I have an objection to that, absolutely. And then, of course, you came in and clarified, and so what he was saying was not true. But what what initially I appreciated about the exchange of all three of us was I felt like it was somewhat respectful, but then it kind of started going downhill, and I do blame him for this, um, because at some point he said to me, I don't think you were included at this point in the thread, because, um, oh, because I said, like, I, I, I was not convinced that the harassment problem as alleged was the same as it was in reality, and I was saying I didn't, it wasn't that I didn't think it existed, I just, the level of um, paranoia that existed around it seemed to be greater than the level that actually existed. And what seemed to go on was if someone like me were to simply ask for clarification or just a single example would always be told to shut up and, like, you're wrong and you're just an apologist. And it, it never got to a place where someone would simply say, oh, well, actually, yeah, at this conference at this time, this guy said this thing to me and it was really impressive. And then I would go, oh, okay, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And what I found interesting was when I said to him, I'm just not, I, first of all, I'm not seeing it, which doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just may mean that I'm ignorant, and that's fine. I can accept that. But second... But you asked about it. Okay. Well, I did. I did, yes. But, but the second thing was I, I'm also not that concerned about it, not because I don't think it's a problem, but because I think natural social forces that exist in any such social situation will take over, as in... I have heard a lot of war drums from him and from other people with whom he agrees saying we need to specifically ostracize certain individuals who are bad. And I feel that that is ultimately unnecessary simply because 
I think that if there are apples with whom one doesn't want to associate, one simply doesn't associate with them, and then they eventually go away. And I, I, I felt like there was a bit of a false dichotomy, which I pointed out to him. I was like, well, you're, you're basically saying there's a good side and a bad side, and I, I think that that ignores that there's a lot of people like me who simply don't care. Not because it's not a problem, but because it, calling people out in constant battle won't solve the problem, or it doesn't seem to. And then he said, and I, I think this is almost a verbatim quote, that makes you the same as the harassers. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me see if I understand your logic. So my indifference... If you don't absolutely hate, despise, and attack people they consider to be harassers, then you're automatically one of them. That is the narrative that I hear from that side yeah. so often, and it's it's a... Just keep fucking beating that drum, because, you know, I, I got my earplugs on. I'm, I'm well, done with and, it. And that's the thing, was, was I, and I, I said, you're, you're, you're making logic, you're saying that I'm identical. Yeah. And sexual harassment is a very specific thing. I mean, I, I've read the, de the legal definition in several places, because I think it actually it depends on the state that you're in. And to say that my indifference and my lack of action is identical to sexual harassment is simply factually inaccurate. I mean, that, it, it's a very simple matter. And what I found interesting about him was that he just kept going. And at some point, he, he made the argument that um, if, if a bad person makes an argument, the argument is bad because the bad person made it. And I was like, well, that's ridiculous. The argument rests on its own merits. I mean, yep. by that logic, you know, people drop the Hitler all the time. And as I recall, I don't know if this is true, but he was a vegetarian. So someone could easily say, well, he was a vegetarian. It's like, so what? That doesn't mean that vegetarianism is therefore wrong because he killed a bunch of people or ordered people's deaths. It means He's also that, an animal lover. Yeah, exactly. Very <laughs> kind mean, of dogs. They're, they're two completely separate things, and, and yeah. that was something that I found really... And, and so in that conversation, I didn't mind, and I don't mind calling him out and saying he's full of shit, but um, after the conversation was over, I felt like very little was gained, at least from my perspective. And I don't know about you, but and, I, and you dropped out of it much sooner than I did. And that's sort of what, I'm, what I tried to say earlier is I, that kind of thing, because what happened for me was at some point I thought, okay, what am I getting out of this? Well, and I that, thought, that particular guy, he's just, he's like a troll that comments on some of my posts. Oh, really? uh, I don't know where he came from or who he is, but I'm just convinced he's just some random troll who hap stumbled along and occasionally wants to I mostly just ignore him. I'll approve his right. comments, though, because I'll let anybody comment as long as you're not spamming. But, yeah, uh, yeah beyond that, I just I just don't care. Uh, I, I will get into Flame Wars when it matters, I should well, say. Well, and that's, I think, what I have found difficult to ascertain, because there have been a number of times where I have felt like... I and, like, that one was definitely an example where I definitely felt like, at the end, I was like, you know what, what am I getting out of this, other than the adrenaline rush before I read the comment, and then the adrenaline rush that I that get when I'm writing a response, and I thought... Okay, so that's two adrenaline rushes for the price of one, which is good economics, but, you know, it, it's taking time and energy out of my day, and it's just pissing me off. And so I, and, and I actually, I was going to write to him basically saying, like, look, we're obviously not going to see eye to eye on this either. That's fine. I respect that, and, you know, I'll just let you have the last word, and I'm out of here. But then I thought, wait, why do I don't owe him that. <laughs> I don't owe him a fucking thing, so I'll just not respond. And I was like, yay! So I think I've just had trouble figuring that out for myself, you know, what is worth going after and what isn't, and um, I, I think that's why the, the part that I felt was worth going after in my post about you, where I did name you, but I did not name uh, the the blogger, I felt it was worth saying something about you, because the even blogger. I, let's go ahead and say it. Let's, let's say it Rebecca Watson. You can say... Okay, okay. <laughs> Damn you. I was trying to keep it... Uh, something... 
Yeah, I mean, I, and I, honestly, I, I actually haven't read the post yet because I don't want to be angry. I just I don't want to go down that road where I feel angry and, and I feel like retaliating because I just don't see the point of it. But I did feel like, even though you can cover your own ass, I felt the need to say, this is what I think is bullshit about this. Um, well, that, that one in itself is tricky because uh, no matter what I do to respond to that, like if I respond in kind... Uh, she's got a cult-like following, and that cult-like following will further aggravate me and annoy me. So there's not much yeah. I can do on yeah. that front. But I've been able to find a few other means of uh, uh, of striking back or getting my point <laughs> out that uh, okay. whatnot. For instance, I, I made a post because uh, she was attacking some of the things I was saying as well. And oh. uh, just demonstrating how all of that, everything she said was wrong without ever mentioning her name. Right, right, yeah. I mean, that's was someone why... like Rebecca Watson who thrives on attention that she did not earn or deserve. That's <laughs> well, there's, really there's the that only too. way you can you can hit her is uh, just to just forget she even exists. And, well, uh, and, and that's why um, nine times out of ten, whenever I hear something that is slightly irritating about her, I just ignore it. In fact, there's this thing going on on uh, a a certain page on uh, on Facebook that I'm a member of that I actually really enjoy, mainly for its tone and for its uh, free-for-all of, you know, you can say whatever you want and you don't have to worry about, you know, triggers and, and whatnot. Um, someone posted a picture up there of a blogger who has uh, publicly uh, put up um, the people that she has blocked on Twitter. And I didn't really see the point of... I, I, I mean, I don't see the point of her doing that, but I also didn't, don't see the point of someone posting this in this group because it's basically in order to... Was it like Watson scorecard or something? Uh, kind of. Yeah. I, I saw mean, the picture. Right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and and you know, honestly, I don't have a problem with her doing that because it's like, look, she can do that. I don't give a shit. Um, I find it odd because what that tells me is that she feels the need to publicly shame people for probably not a lot that they may or may not have done, and sort of just this big group of like, um, oh yeah, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. Well, that's and, how and she gets her lulls. That's how she gets her hits. She's an attention freak like that. If she can find controversy, she'll publicize it, and it'll get her more Twitter followers and more people to click the sites or the click the links on her site, and maybe get her some ad revenue so she can go out and pay her bills or whatnot. She right. thrives on publicizing things that shouldn't matter, but she's very good at making them sound like they should matter, if that makes any sense. No, I, I agree with you, um, definitely. I, I, I guess, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't understand at all. I, what, I understand the, the real reason behind it, or what I would suppose is, is that, but what I don't understand is the publicly stated goal, because um, to me, that's kind of the rough equivalent, okay, I shouldn't say equivalent, the, a roughly analogous thing to me posting on Twitter or Facebook or wherever um, pictures of women with whom I not only had uh, a sexual encounter, but I had a not very great one. Because they didn't really do anything wrong, you know? Um, and the well, fact that... sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Um, and there honestly haven't been that many, but, um, <laughs> but let's just pretend that there were. Um, Anton, the ladies' man. Uh, yeah, no, not not really. Uh, although some people would claim otherwise. Um, so I, I, I would first of all, that it would be public shaming. 
Um, it would probably be construed as slut shaming. Um, although I would be half of the slut part. Of I was going to say, if you posted that, I'm sure <laughs> everyone would call you the man whore. I was oh, yeah. a man whore for a while, so I don't. I think. Oh no, I, I was too. But I, I think sluttiness is brilliant, and there's nothing shameful about being promiscuous and having right. lots of partners if you're in a relationship that permits that. Well, I, I mean, I don't. If think that's what you want to do, more power to you. I don't oh, yeah, get totally. the the idea of slut shaming to begin with, but yeah, I see your point. If you posted something like that, you would be the biggest slut on that list. Well, and not only that, but but I think I would be the biggest asshole because the first question yeah. that I think would be begged of anyone would be, "What is my point of doing that?" To it's also how many of those girls didn't want to admit to having slept with you. Well, I who knows? Maybe all of them. <laughs> you know. I'm pretty sure um, most of my exes wish they'd never met me because I feel yeah. the same about them. Well. <laughs> Actually, I, I I am lucky that I I can't say that about many of them, but um but yeah, I mean my, my only point really is that to me it seems like a similar kind of thing. Like okay, so so the encounter may not have been great. Um, what would be the point of my publicizing the fact of that? And I think the only real point would be to in quotes warn other people. Oh, you shouldn't sleep with these people either if you're so in inclined. But there's something very icky that I feel about even the, the idea of doing that. And I think it's because there's sort of this tacit agreement among all of the all of us, you know, social interactors, that you don't do that because it's just it's kind of pointless and mean for the sake of it. And I think the argument that is made in um in the the one I'm referring to's case is that it's kind of providing a service because if one also wants to block these people, one now knows which ones to block. But even that, I think, has a very limited merit. Um, so yeah, I, I what I was trying to get to earlier was simply I, I've had trouble deciding which battles should be fought and how to how to discern that, and I'm I'm still kind of not clear on it. <laughs> and so I'm I'm stuck a lot of times, and so that's why I've usually erred on anonymity in terms of the people that I talk about because. Um, in fact, I don't know if you noticed or why you would care, but many, many moons ago, I really had been become fed up with a lot of um, atheist podcasts, and some of it was just because um, most of I them do suck. Well, there are some good was, ones though. Yes, yes, like the A News podcast. And the A News—that's the best one. Yeah, that's the best what I'm one. Saying. But, the, <laughs> exactly. but even beyond A News, there are some good ones. Yeah, no, there there are, and and I'm really glad like that one I or found two. Yeah, I'm really glad that I found um, uh, Full Frontal um, Zealotry. I'm really glad that I found uh, uh, Apostasy Now. But I, and what I said in my brief post was like, yeah, I'm I've, actually, I've heard of those. How are they? Which ones? Uh, both of them. Full Frontal Zealotry. Full, okay, Full Frontal. Um, I'm gonna kiss some ass here for Full Frontal. One of the things I love about Full Frontal is not even the content. It's just G's sort of dry-ish delivery of everything. I, think I met G, but I was drunk. Oh. <laughs> See, I would love to meet the guy, but I... And then, well, I like, met him online, at least. Oh, right, right, right. Now, this is sort of my impression, my loving... I still want to meet this, you in person. I know, we haven't done that yet. This is sort of my loving impression of G and Shane. G, okay, so... So there's this thing that happened that the Emperor didn't like. Yeah, I met you. Well, there's that. <laughs> From Shane. Now, I love that. I love it, because G always goes on about something, and then Shane replies with, with giggles and, and silliness. Dry and, wit and giggles. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a it, combo I mean, actually. No, it's seriously that I, I and I really love it. And and what's really funny was um I 
I wrote um, a tweet a, a while ago where I basically said, like, um, I wrote to Gene. I said, hey, bucko, like, what, what is this with the no coming out with new episodes, you fucking asshole? <laughs> and then he quoted it on, on the next episode where he said, oh, and, and this one had me crying for three hours <laughs> or something. So, you know, I, yeah, I love those guys. Um, um, Corey and um, I don't remember the guy's name. Um, uh, shock, shock, fuck, fuck, damn it. Lock, lock. Smashlock, Smashlock. I don't remember his real name. Sorry, Smashlock. So their thing I enjoy, but I, I, I had found that largely, and even including some very, very famous ones, I was kind of done with. And some of the done was that... Um, well, some of the big ones are some of the most boring. Yeah, I think that was sort of one of the things, was the boring part was I just like, okay, you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again, and that's fine. Like, that's just my personal opinion, but I'm just not going to worry about it. But Not also, too long ago, I heard about this yeah. one podcast that's really popular, and I'd never heard of it before this point. It was Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a listen. And I was just right. like, yeah, this is... Why am I wasting time listening to this just... This is a snoozer. Yeah, Where's I've never fun? heard it. Um, and unfortunately, because I found out about a, a uh, somewhat famous blogger who often contributes to it, I just I was like, you know, I think unfortunately my biases at this point are so sad that I just... I didn't think she was on the episode I listened to, and I just still thought it was boring. Well, and, and that's the thing. I've never listened to it. I just... But that's the other thing, too, is I just... I don't feel like adding it to my list because... I, and there's, there's one, actually, that who... Okay, that you guys had on who, in theory... I think was a really good thing and I really would have liked. And I listened to three episodes and I couldn't keep my eyes open. And I, I, I felt absolutely no need to shit on this person, so I have never said anything about it, but that was one of the ones where I was like, I'm just, I'm done. I, I, there is only enough amount of time in the day. I think it's great this person is doing what this person is doing and more power to the person and they don't need to know that I don't give a shit and I don't need to listen. Well, the pro the big problem with most atheist podcasts is they haven't found the proper balance between factual information and entertainment. <laughs> well, and, yeah. And yeah. Anus, we have we don't have the right balance. I mean, because we're way more entertainment than information, especially these right. days. But right. we we are at least fun, and that's what keeps people coming back for us. But and, and I actually want that balance to be more information uh, than we currently do. But Brian will he he. He distracts me in fights. We've got that good dynamic. And if your podcast right. doesn't have a good dynamic, isn't fun, what's the point of it? Well, and that's actually one reason why I never got around to doing a podcast specifically because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And, and in fact, it's weird because the whole reason I started doing this was I just I, I kind of did some math one day and I thought, huh, I like talking to people. I want to stay active on YouTube. Um, Maybe you should be on A News more. Yeah, you know, usually what the problem with that has been is that we've gone and done chores and stuff around the same time that you guys have done that. But I, I actually really hate that um, that I haven't been on there in a long time because you guys, you guys had one girl. Uh, excuse me, girl is probably not very appropriate. Woman, uh, female, recently, human, female. Yeah, uh, recently I think her name is Georgina, and I really wish I had been there for that because um, I just ran into her. She's at the Goddess Survival. Yeah, because while I, I completely got where she was coming from and I was not completely siding with Brian, I was leaning towards Brian and you because it, it seemed like a lot of what she was saying was coming from a, I can't think of a good way to put this, basically an academic theoretical place that sounds great, yeah. but doesn't really work in practicality. And I, I actually, I, I, I wanted to talk to her because I, I, I wanted to tell her, hey, I completely, I think what, you're, what you want to do is great. I think, the, I think this is a, a wonderful motivation. 
I, I wonder how you expect this to work because from what you've said, it doesn't. It sounds like it's based on a false premise. Um, but I, I mean, I can't really prove that. But and actually, um, there was something that she said that really grabbed me. So, oh, oh, I know. Um, one of her things that she said that I, I actually disagreed with was that um, the the feud that she and you guys have talked about was killing the movement. And I actually don't think that's true at all. In fact, you I, know, I, I think used to think that the the feud was, but the the more I look at it now, the more I realize how wrong I was. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, I am humble enough to admit when I was wrong. Yeah. If anything, I'd almost say that that feud has fueled the movement. I, I mean, I, I don't know that I would go that far. I just think that it is largely irrelevant to... Uh, no, actually, I'll, I'll commit even more. I would say that it's entirely irrelevant to the, the vivality of whatever you want to call this because you've got... P I, I've got several friends who identify as atheists and they don't... They, they don't give a shit about who said what on what blog. They just don't care. Yeah. And they're not going to care. And no matter how much screaming at them some bloggers want to do or some screaming in support some bloggers want to do, well, they're the never going to a lot care. more than what goes on in the blog world. The convention world gets hit with it just as hard. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and, that's, and that's the thing, though. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I have semi-proudly never been to a convention because I have never seen the point. It's hundreds of dollars to fly there, to stay there. And then I've got I, I've seen some speaker lists, not just of American Atheists this year, but but in the past, and I'm just like, don't care, don't care, don't care. Ooh, that might be nice. Don't care, don't care, don't care. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to drop probably about $500 to fly to some place I don't really want to go to, to hang out with, with people that I probably do want to see, but to hear... Like, I, I listened to... Um, I, I'm, I don't mean to shit on him too much, but I listened to Richard Carrier's thing at one of those recent conventions where I, it had been alleged that he had described his positions on a certain group uh, more specifically and more, well, better than he had in the past. And I listened to it, and I listened to it with an open mind. I was like, okay, I'm happy to be convinced that I was wrong in my position before. And I just was like, hmm, all right, I mean, I, He I did guess. do it a tiny bit better. He wasn't quite as evil about it, but he was still wrong. Well, I just, I, again, I think what he was saying was basically an entirely false premise, which was, we have a community. It's like, well, eh, I mean, I guess, in, in, in a loose sense of the word. We have a very loose coalition of people who occasionally come together, but for the most part can't find common ground and can't stand one another. That's what yeah, we have. And, 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 and I don't think it's, it's logical or accurate or even honest to call it a community, and I don't think one should even necessarily have that be a goal. Like, it, it, any social movement is going to take whatever course it takes, which is what I posted on a long time ago that actually uh, Justin Bakula was like, yeah, I agree. Because um, I was like, whatever thing, it's an organic beast, and so whatever form it takes is whatever form it takes. There's, you can't really make it do one way or another. Now, certainly you can temporarily do that. You can say, like, you're with us, you're against us, and here's our group, and here's your group, and that sort of thing. But it's ultimately, and this is where I disagree with Georgina, is I, it's not, it will ultimately level out to wherever it levels out to, and you know, the kids who are in college now who are losing their faith and joining organizations and stuff, they're going to join whatever they join, and they're going to do whatever they want to do. Like, for example, um, you know, Secular Student Alliance, I think it's a great organization, and I don't feel, I didn't feel the need at the time to join anything like that, and I don't feel the need now to join anything like that. Um, but that's not to say I'm against them, I'm just not personally interested in it. And I, I wish them the best, I hope they do well, and I don't feel the need, you know? Um, like, Rock Beyond Belief, I think it's great, I just don't feel the need. Um, the Clergy Project, I think is great, I'm, I'm actually, it would be inappropriate for me to join that, because there's no way to, because I'm not a former clergy, but I don't really feel the need to even engage in it. Um, well, here's the trick about our, our conventions and events. 
you don't go over the speakers. The speakers are cool. It's fun to run into to them in the hallway. I've been to a number of these conventions, and I hardly ever sit through anybody's speeches because oh, okay. it's shit I already know. It's shit I don't care about, and I just don't have the attention span for it. What I go right. for is the social interactions and the parties. And, yeah, I mean, that and, and that is enough for me. That is more than enough. That is so right. much fun for me. No, I, I, I mean, I... Don't get me wrong. I, I agree with you. And um, when I when I heard about the Utah one uh, coming happen this year, I was like, I don't feel the need to go. You and and actually the the football guy who's who's talking. I I was well, interested. I might actually be going to that convention oh, really? after all. <laughs> I said yeah. I wrote a blog post saying I wasn't gonna spend money to go because I don't want to contribute my hard earned cash to PZ Myers popularity because I just don't approve of the guy. I don't agree with the things he says or does even though I support American Atheists. But yeah. uh, uh, another group wants me to go there to represent them, so that oh, they're okay. going oh, oh, to foot the bill uh, <coughs> so I can me. work. And uh, right. in that case, sure. Yeah. Uh, I will be a representative, not of ANUs that day, that weekend, but of someone else. Right. And I, I mean, I, again, I have no problem with that, of course. I'm just speaking from my own personal... Like the, the, the one time that I felt like going to specifically an American Atheist convention was way long time ago, like in 2000 or 2001, when they had um, uh, Julia Sweeney speaking, and she was the only reason I wanted to go, <laughs> and I still didn't make it. You know, I just I, I don't know what happened that weekend, but I was like, yeah, I don't. I, so yeah, I, I I honestly I forget what my original point was. I, I think I had one, but I I think it's basically I'm not sure how to pick my battles, and I'm not sure what battles should be picked, and I just don't know the answer to that question, and that's why I've I've erred on the side of being anonymous about people that I'm talking about, um, and and yet. I felt compelled uh, the other day to say, you know what, if you're going to... That, that was the thing, the thing you mentioned about factuality was like what, what the blogger said about you, specifically your intention, because I think the words were wanted to become famous. And I thought, and I wrote, you can't know that. There's, without having Lee tell you in person or in print, I did this because I want to become famous, you have no way of knowing that information. So what it not. is, is an assumption, and it is no different. I, I died her. laughing when she when, because it came from her of all people. Yeah, someone who found a way to make to become famous out of making a non a non issue elevator encounter, uh, <laughs> a well, fucking I like mean, online war. To to be fair, I I feel like what really happened there was her reaction to Dawkins' reaction to it. Yeah, which I have said over and over and over publicly, I did not support what he said. Like I thought it was a stupid joke. I thought it was a dick move. Now, I, I can contain two things in my head at the same time. Love Dawkins, will defend him to my dying day, but I think that was a dick move and it was unnecessary. Well, he's not a saint. He's not a yeah, exactly. He's going to exactly. get shit wrong. No, uh, totally, totally. But I say reaction, dumb, wrong things all the time, and I'm glad people yeah. forgive me for them. And, yeah, it's, it's so fucking what? Yeah, well, I, and that was sort of... So when I saw her reaction to that, I was like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, I mean, shit, you know... It, I, I'm with you that it was not a nice thing for him to say, and it was minimizing your experience and all that stuff, and calling for minimizing her experience. I, I still don't think theater even was an experience. Well, I, I, I mean, I honestly will not say that because I have heard from enough women that they felt uncomfortable in enough situations that ultimately were objectively not uncomfortable. I, I, I have trouble making a call on someone else's subjective experience. And I have known enough women who have said, I felt uncomfortable in this scenario, where I'm like, well, I can't tell you you didn't feel uncomfortable. What I can say is, 
while that may have been true, her discomfort, and I have no question of that and no problem with it, going online and calling the guy out, even if not by name, I think was a little overblown simply because if he truly felt like he was not doing anything wrong, like he was just asking her out, even even if to hook he up... He wasn't. Well, but that, that that's didn't even happen. That part didn't even happen. Oh, okay. Well... <laughs> I, I know who but, the guy was. Okay, well, I, all I'm saying is even if that were the case... It is, one, not a crime, and two, I don't think it is merit of of being called out for it. Like, it's not so bad that it... it, it like, it, like I felt like if she wanted to say to her friends privately, oh, this is what happened to me, oh, what a creep. Fine, I don't really have a problem with that. But to go on YouTube and to say, don't do this, you guy who I'm not going to name, but you know who you are, and you know what happened, and I'm going to describe it in detail so that everybody knows what went down... That to me was like, well, what's the goal here? Is it to shame him? Because okay, you know, mission accomplished. But then what? Why? You know, why do that? But now that you've said that, um, I'm not going to ask you to reveal names or anything. But um, tell me about this. So, so this didn't actually happen. I don't think it happened the way Watson described it because the okay. the the individual in question described a very different event. And when uh -huh. two people have a, a different story, I don't know who to believe, and I automatically yeah. assume they're both lying. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a tough thing because actually I got into this discussion on um, oh some God, I don't know which Facebook page, but this whole thing about um, this whole thing about rape apologetics and teaching boys on rape and that whole whole stuff. And the 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 issue that I had was someone at some point was saying Paula wants unless... to be on camera. Oh, sorry, what? My cat wants to be on camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> someone said that basically unless someone explicitly tells you yes. The answer is no. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Because <laughs> I've had more than one sexual encounter where the person didn't skywrite the word yes to me. Yeah, I don't need a signed permission slip. I need but, you to but I need you to consent, yes, but well, you yeah, don't yeah, have to yeah. verbally state yes. Right. Because well, if you're pretty much jumping or tearing off my clothes, I'm pretty sure that's a yes. Well, and that was that was sort of what I was saying was like basically what you're saying is without a written permission slip, I am committing a crime, and that's just not true. You know. But it, then again, in this day and age, with the way things are going, if I was still in the dating world, I might actually start wanting to get a written permission slip because of so many cases of, of rape that just didn't happen. Yeah. And yeah, there are well, so many cases of rape that does happen, oh, and yeah, there yeah, are yeah, way yeah, more yeah. of those. Yeah. But I'm yeah. not a rapist. I'm not going to rape someone, right. and I don't know if who I'm going to put my penis in is going to run around and say, "Oh, he raped me." I want protection from that. Yeah. Well, and th this is why um, I try to stick with factuality with all of these things, um, including bullying. Like I, I, I don't know about you, but I've really gotten sick of the bullying thing lately, and I, I, I am going to call out a little bit here where. Um, uh, I saw Dave Moscato. Hi, Dave. Um, and I, I like Dave. I like him. I like him a lot. Um, I saw him say something about how he's leaving Atheist Mingle uh, because yeah. it was... Yeah. Uh, and... Um, I've got a lot to say on this subject that I probably should not say, but well, I will anyway. I, do, do what you will. Now, first of all... I, I know everybody you. involved, and I oh, think this okay. is very poorly handled across the board. Now, I don't know what was said, so I can't make any comment about that. And I, I read know, the thread. Okay, and, and I don't know the level of, of whatever was said, so I can't comment on that. I saw allegations of, of uh, trans stuff, and that's fine. Just, just setting that on its own, fine. I have no question about that. The problem that I had was when the word bully was brought in, because I feel like that's one of those terms that has been so diluted in the last few years, and with perhaps good motivation, that it's, 
it has become so meaningless that it's like, it sounds like almost everything qualifies as bullying these days. And what I don't like about that is kind of like what I don't like about everything being considered harassment and rape is it completely ignores, uh, devalues, and trivializes those cases in which someone really was hurt and in which maybe nothing was done about it. Because I have known people who were, I, I was lucky, I wasn't really bullied in school, at least not in the traditional way that people talk about it, where you know someone pushed me around and shoved me to the ground and kicked my kick your shit out of me, that sort of thing. I was very lucky that I didn't have it. However, I have been through experiences where I was made to feel like the other and where I was verbally taunted or whatever. Now, I it's weird because in those days, I don't even consider that bullying because it wasn't physical. No one was pushing me to the ground and, 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 uh, and beating me up. Now the definition has seemed to have widened, and honestly, to a degree, I'm not. I don't really have a concern with that widening of it, where it's verbal, you know, stuff. But if I happen to read, let's just say I happen to read. Oh, in fact, this happened today. Um, I, I responded to the guy who said something about my my NDE video, and um, and he said like blah 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 asshole blah blah. And I was like, okay, well yeah, okay, that's the screen name I use. Got it. You know, very good. <laughs> you know, good for you. But I thought, I wonder if under certain contexts in certain social circles, if I could claim that he bullied me because he intentionally used a pejorative in order to hurt my feelings. Now, I don't think he did. I wouldn't call it that. Um, it was definitely an inhominem, but I wouldn't... But what concerns me is that I think, without knowing all of the information, and, and people can feel free to be angry about this for, uh, for this, when Dave started using the term things like, well... You, you can free, be free of what you say except for when it comes to bullying. I thought, okay, but, but if we're expanding the definition of bullying to mean absolutely anything, then you can't leave the house and open your mouth because you may be afraid of offending someone. And I know that that's going to the extreme logic ends, but I think there is a bit of a sliding scale that is applicable here that should be addressed. But, I, I mean, say whatever you want about it, because like I said, I'm completely ignorant of the situation other than the result that I saw. Yeah, that whole situation. Well, there was a thread on Atheist Mingle. Atheist Mingle being a, a, a Facebook group that's really a really great resource to uh, find people to uh, hook up with. Not necessarily just like as a one night stand for any kind right. of no, I, I know what you're saying. human no, I mean, to human encounter. Great. It's it's actually right. it's a great resource for it. Think of it as the unofficial atheist OK Cupid only right. <laughs> with a little which, more. Uh, which I feel works just fine, but you know. Cleavage shots. Right. Which you know we're atheists. We can we can handle cleavage shots and uh, the occasional yeah. dick pic. I don't think right. that should offend any of us. Any of our delicate <laughs> okay. sensibilities. Right. Okay. But no, they actually don't show any nudity on their site or on the on the page because it's against Facebook's terms of service and yada yada yada. Right. Uh, but uh, a lot of these people who post on there, they're friends. They're close knit. They talk shit to each other just like any of us talk shit to each other. Like Brian and I talk shit to each other. Uh, right. They don't mean any harm by anything they're saying. And even if some of the things they say are harmful. And yes, continually calling each other faggots and calling other people faggots, even even in such a way as a term of endearment, can be seen as harmful. And I understand that. And right. it's not something I would ever publicly do, or even on a, a a well, Facebook you, you, that, that you just did, though. <laughs> I mean, I used it as an example. I didn't say I no, do. No, I, I know. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> yeah. uh, at least I hope that's... What, I'm not actually calling anyone a faggot, because I actually think that term is really fucked up. Yeah. And uh, I'm not 10 and play Xbox, so... Right, exactly. So I've got better <laughs> insults for people. Right. You know, I, I've got non-offensive... Non, uh, non, I wouldn't say non-offensive insults. All my insults are offensive. Right. But I make damn sure that not to offend a certain group of people with my insults. But anyways, 
So uh, and a couple of them are going going at it, uh, just friendly with each other, right? Yeah, with okay. each other. They're and I understand it's fucked up, but at the same time, they're they're calling each other. So I I wouldn't care personally. Moscato saw and jumped in and said, "Hey, this is kind of fucked up," and they did what anyone on the internet does when you butt into a conversation that you weren't invited to and start pretty much telling people what they can and can't do. They went after him. Okay. Uh, that's what happens on the internet. I mean, it's... I wouldn't yeah. say this was like hopping on 4chan, but click a little bit. Not quite to the, that horrible level. But, uh, I mean, yeah, they went after him a little bit and, uh, and, and fucked with him. And he got aggravated because they were making some pretty horrible, disparaging comments. Uh, to to him w- about him? Yeah. Okay. And and he called them out on his... or he called out uh, Tiffany Starr, the, the founder and, and badass lady who runs Atheist Mingle, who is a friend of mine. I've had her on A-News. Oh, you know what? Oh, Brilliant. God, that's right. Actually, I, it just clicked for me. I'm sorry to, to interrupt so so bluntly, but I just... I, I remember... I God, this was months ago because I was going to do... I was going to do a vlog entry on them because I really loved the idea about it, and I complete it completely dropped out of my head, and I felt so bad later because I've actually stopped doing those, which is news, but um, <laughs> but I, I have, and so um, so I never ever got around because I really wanted to to you know the the very small corner of the internet that I own, I wanted to to push them. So yeah, it just clicked. See, this is the Harlan Ellison thing I was talking about earlier. I just I was like, oh right, of course. Okay, so I'm sorry. Please go ahead, uh, continue. So she. She's friend, and she's been on news, and yeah, she's uh, and she's someone I like. I love Tiffany, and she is she's sassy, she's smart, she's fun, she's the uh, one of those life of the party types. Just right. uh, someone I actually really enjoy talking to. I don't talk to her as much as I'd like, and uh, she was great on A News, and I really support uh, some of the very positive things they're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Moscato called her out as the admin because she is the admin there, and said you know right. there's right. very transphobic things, and that's true. Some of the insults were could be considered very much transphobic, but as far as bullying goes, there was. I never thought of transphobic specific insults as even entering the vernacular. That really surprises me. Although the whole social justice movements have, uh, they've really expanded upon what you can and can't say. Right. Some of it I agree with. Most of it I don't. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, I, I, I mean, we could, we could talk about that forever. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I, I, I know what you're saying. So, so these things were said. Some of these things were said. Yeah, but uh, but when it comes down to it, I don't think there was any bullying. Dave poked his herb, stuck it, pretty much shot off in a conversation that uh, he butted in somewhere that he wasn't welcome and was <laughs> politely showed the exit. And when he started doing the nanny state thing, people react to that. And you got to expect that, especially on the internet, that people are going to say shit to you without consequence, without tact, because they don't have to have it. It's not yeah. in our nature to be tactful to begin with. So, so what do you, you expect? think he was saying that he was being bullied? He might have been. That might have been okay. the bullying he was talking about, because I don't okay. think they were really bullying anybody. Unless right. by very much using these terms, you are, in a sense, bullying someone in some metaphysical way that might have been what the hell he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, see that that's what my problem has been is that I'm not denying that cyberbullying exists, but I oh, think what, there is real cyberbullying. Yeah. That's that's when you pretty much stalk and torture someone in every way shape or form. Yeah. That but, didn't happen here. Right. I mean, and that's the thing is is I feel like the area is perhaps necessarily so gray that 
everything starts to fall into it because, like I said, you know, the guy who, who I didn't ask him to come on to the comment section of my video, like he just showed up. Um, yeah. and, and so I think under modern definitions, I could consider that bullying. I don't because I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I was actually kind of amused by it. Um, but I don't mean to deny anyone who has gone through something that they found pretty tr And, you know, the funny thing is that... Um, well, see, I remember earlier we were talking about, or you were saying something about... Uh, when you call something that's that it's not, you're you're insulting everyone who's actually gone through that, and that's the thing with the with cyberbullying because it's real, and people have been people I know and I'm close to have been traumatized, right. traumatized by the shit that has happened to them online by other people, just absolutely ruining their lives. And okay. when people run around and say, "Oh, cyberbully," or "I was cyberbullied because someone left a mean YouTube comment," I'm like, "Fuck you! You yeah. don't know what the hell cyberbullying is." Well, and, and I would I would venture a guess that I don't either because I, I actually um, I <laughs> definitely not gonna mention names here, but I I made a an unwise decision last January by uploading a, a lengthy video in which I criticized someone and um, how is Ophelia these days anyway? <laughs> well, who actually? Um, <laughs> that's so funny about that was that someone else uh, I okay let's see where do I where to begin if I even want to begin okay well let's just stay with that for now and put a pin on the rest of it so what what's happened with that was you know we all we all know some people got really angry and that's fine like I, I don't blame people for getting angry but what, what was I found interesting was that for probably about three weeks I could not turn on my computer without people shrieking at me and I mean like like just just nasty nasty shit and some of it um, I, I felt was at least an attempt at reasonable thinking in that it was like, well, you did this and she did that. And, and at first I attempted to kind of deal with it on a case-by-case -case basis with, you know, with, with, I don't know, with calm, I suppose. And I very quickly realized that that simply wasn't going to happen. It just, it, it, and, and that was fine. Like, I'm not blaming anyone for it specifically, but in one person's case, she got really nasty, and I and I finally and it was on my site, and I, and on my site I figure if anything goes like fuck you, I can say what the hell I want, you can, and and if you don't like it, that's just too bad. It's my site, but I, I have a, a free speech policy. I approve every comment that goes through, with very rare exceptions. And and finally, I said to this person, look, we've said what we had to say. You're obviously not interested in being reasonable about any of this, and that's fine. You don't have to. I can't make you. But from this point forward, I'm not going to talk to you at all on any forum, period. Like, it's done. I'm done. You know, forever. Yeah. Period. Fuck you. Like, you can... Th and I said, like, you can think of me whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Um, but from this point on, I'm not, I'm not going to gratify you with this. And a couple weeks later, she found me on Twitter. I don't remember what prompted it. I, I, I think I might have said something, but not to her. But then, And then she just... <laughs> And I just didn't respond. And, and I, we were actually in conversation with someone else, and I told someone else, I've already told her I'm not talking to her. So she can do this as much as she wants, but I'm not going to respond. I don't see the value in it. And, um, and, I, and I stayed by that, or I, I stood by that. Um, so I would not say that I was traumatized. Uh, I wouldn't make that claim. But the couple of weeks where this is going down were very uncomfortable. And... I, I actually, for a while, I, I felt like the level of ire levy, levied against me was a little disproportionate for my Yes, offense. you were cyberbullied. Well, that qualifies. Okay, now, now the, here's the thing, though. I didn't really feel like I was bullied. However, I felt like... 
What bothered me most about it was that no one could actually point out an inconsistency or a factual error that I had made in the video in question. I would suspect that's because I didn't make one. Um, yeah, like, in fact, I, I told a couple people, like, look, if I said anything that was incorrect, please feel free to correct me on it. And no one did. Now, I'm not saying they didn't do it because there weren't any, but I'm saying no one did. I think, honestly, and I've actually never said this publicly, I think what made the subject so angry, I think, was I think I actually kind of hurt her feelings. Um, now, I don't, I don't presume arrogance in this case, and maybe I'm completely wrong, but I think that's probably the heart of what was going down. Um, I think she expected someone to completely agree with her at the beginning of the whole thing, and then when I was like, well, wait, this is bullshit, and this is why. Um, and, and that's what I think was, was really going on, and I think that when people become emotionally attached, they lash out, and, and I'm certainly uh, uh, not innocent of that. But um, I remember thinking, like, on some level, what these people who are engaged in this process are are not interested in factuality. They're interested in punching as hard as they can, as fast as they can. And from an emotional perspective, I get that. But what I kept trying to tell people is like, look, tell me where I'm wrong, and I'll retract, please. <laughs> you know, and and no one did. And it was all just like, well, you're this. I was like, yeah, that's irrelevant to what I said here. You can think I'm this, but that's not. We're not talking about that. We're talking about yeah. this. I've gotten a lot of that from that crowd. Just ad hominem attacks uh, and nothing yeah. to irrefute any point I've ever made. Just more yeah, bullshit. Well, and and, and the, the, what I was alluding to earlier, um, and this also isn't isn't uh, bullying, but but um, so months and months later, on completely different circumstances, um, I I posted a thing briefly on my site where I basically st I, I I and I I, I added people because I wanted to recognize them. I, I said. Here are some people who were, who were kind to me when I had questions about things about which I was ignorant, and I appreciate that because, you know, this other person, um, and I, I think I did name the person, was not so kind, and, you know, in order to dispel ignorance, there is some need to have kindness be involved, you know, because mm. it, it helps. <laughs> it greases the wheels, because if you're, just, if, you're just, if you're just angry at people out the door because they don't know something, then you don't really accomplish much. And then a couple months later, I don't know how this even got prompted, but one of the people that I had cited, who was a pretty substantial voice on uh, FTB, wrote this post where she basically said, Anton's an asshole for having said this. And I was completely baffled because, one, I had complimented the person in question, and two, the allegation that she made of me was completely wrong because she basically said, he wants people to be quiet, like people who are in minorities. And I was like, <laughs> no, I've never said that. That's a standard. Uh, you're silencing us. Uh, yeah, well, and, that's a standard and tactic what, I hear from what, that what, what I now, granted, I I had basically said, oh, is is a a man still a man if he he no longer has a pee, -pee or something like that. I, I use the word pee, pee and and PZ Myers got on my case. I actually haven't read his thing, and I, I don't plan to. Cause I don't really care. And he was like getting her back. He was like, you know, she has every right to be angry at him. And then the person that we initially had in question said, like, oh, I know who he is. He's this jerk who said this thing about me. And I saw that because it was pinged back to my site, and I, I read the thing, and what the only thing that bothered me about it was that she got factual information wrong. She claimed that the video was 40 minutes, and it was not even 20. And so I thought about it for a couple days. I was like, you know, I can totally let go of the thing where she calls me an asshole. That's fine. I can totally let go of the thing where she says, oh, isn't he sarcastic and doesn't he think he's funny? That's totally fine, because those are opinions, you know? The objection I had, and, and I wrote to her and I said, hey, look, um, I just wanted to say, like, I, this is not a quote, of course, 
I basically said, look, um, I'm going to give you the weekend to to change this. And what I meant was because I don't want to keep track of it. Like I'd rather you just take care of this. Because you know, while I completely respect your right to have negative feelings about me and say them, I don't respect that you didn't do any fact checking and that you said some things that weren't true. And then she's like, well, what are I say that I was like, well, look, I'm not you. I'm not going to do your homework for you. It's your job before you make information public to say what is factually, uh, you know, to, to do your research and, and, and to, to say something. And then it got nasty. And then, and then she was like, well, fuck you, fuck you. And, 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 I, um, and, and I, at some point I said, look, I don't care if you don't like me. I don't even care if you hate me. What I care about is factuality. Just change a fucking post. Like it's not that Talk hard. To the wrong group of people for. Well, and that, that and that's that. what I was saying earlier was and and then you know what's funny was the next uh, and then she she actually used a pretty good turn of phrase which I, I thought was pretty funny um and then she went away and she blocked me and that's fine all of that's fine I'm totally cool with all of that um for the next several days I really strongly considered like making this long post about it and I, I kept thinking and and I, I just said Anton just give it another day just give it another day just give. So finally, I th and I actually took screen caps to cover my ass and all that shit. And I finally thought, you know what? What will you gain from calling this person on her shit and, and pointing out the factual information that she got wrong? What, what will that get you? And I thought, well, besides a feeling of vindication on my own site, not a whole lot. So I was like, all right, well, then why don't you just let the fuck go? And, and of course, here we are talking about a year later on, on this. Probably thing. drives more traffic your way, but yeah. Well, but I, I try... I, I, I tr also I'm I'm like you that I have had that same feeling that the more I I feed these people the more yeah. I I write about them the the more I'm empowering them and the less I'm empowering myself and I'm just I'm not interested in in doing that now right. person to per or like face to face encounters uh I'm still gonna be a, a tactful nice yeah. decent human being yeah, uh but I, I don't like you and I really want nothing <laughs> to do with you. <laughs> and I, I would rather not be in your company, and I'm yeah. just going to leave it at that. Well, you know, I, and that's the thing was, I, I mean, that's sort of the conclusion that I reached was I was I thought, wow, I this is a a really really awful person who honestly sounds very very unhappy to me because the thing I thought was like I I'm able to step away, I'm able to say, look, you're not going to gain anything from this, so why don't you just let it go? And obviously, I haven't completely let it go because I'm still talking about it, but th that's mainly because I was kind of blown away by I. I'm kind of blown away by how this stuff goes down. Um, yeah, but, it's really fascinating to watch. Yeah, not so fascinating to participate in. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing with with a hermit was was at some point he's like, well, you know, you're just as bad. It's like, okay, you're not even making sense anymore. No, I obviously I'm not just as bad as one who harasses women because I don't harass women. Like, there's a huge difference. But if this is the place you're going to, we can't have. That's that's sort of the heart of it. We can't have a discussion about this if this is your starting place. Yeah, and, it's it's more that you're either with us or you're against us right. mentality. And yeah, that, that's that's what turned me off to Richard Carrier. That kind of attitudes turned me off to a lot of that crowd because there are there, there are Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, you know, there, and not everything is black and white. Not everything is positive and negative. There's, you know, it's, there's so much more to the human condition and the, and human yeah. social interactions. <laughs> I'm just. I'm I'm interested in having that logical, fascinating conversation. But yeah, like you, if you just come at me with, "Well, you're either on my side or you're the enemy," you know, fuck you. Well, I would I rather also, be your enemy than be your fucking toady. Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, um, is when I, God, what was it? Uh, one of the things a hermit said was, you know, uh, it, it, this is a tragedy because you know people like Jim McCrite have stopped bl blogging. Now I don't know anything about Jim McCrite. 
So I can honestly say I have minimal bias against her. I emailed her once. She never replied. Uh, Trying yeah, to get her on A news. Like fine, whatever. Um, but yeah, but I, I don't really know anything about her. But I was like, who gives a shit? I mean, seriously. I I honestly, the only reason I even really knew who she was, was because people made a big fuss about the fact that she'd stopped blogging. And I was like, well, she's okay. still blogging though. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, so she's blogging thing. now. Oh. It wasn't too long ago because uh, she uh, posted a link to my article about the National Atheist Party and its corruption. Uh, and I was actually okay. I was shocked, but it was a uh, it was an article that or it was a blog post that she wrote listing a bunch of things that have gone wrong in the world of atheism. She's like, "This is why atheism sucks" or something like that. Mm, and so okay. I emailed her about it. I was like, "You know, I'm the guy who wrote that first article you posted, and I, I'd like to talk to you more about why you think atheism sucks, and maybe I can try and change your mind." Yeah. <laughs> I want to do it on my show. Right. Maybe you can convince me atheism sucks and I, I've lost my path. But yeah. I, I want to give our, our our viewers a chance to hear. Never heard back. I thought that would be a fun show. Well, you Somebody who's very bitter. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because um, the, the person who complained about my, you know, saying, oh, you know, people minors should be silent, I, I wrote and said, hey, we should talk about this. And never heard back. And that's fine. That's fine. She doesn't owe me anything. She doesn't have to do anything. But I, I just figured, like, this is what I would appreciate. If if someone said, like, Anton hates me, I would at least appreciate the ability to say, hey, wait, I, I, I didn't say that. Like, let's let's clear the air here. Because otherwise, it's just gonna, the, the wound is just going to dig deeper and the scar is going to be bigger. And, and in, in the case that this woman I'm talking about, like, it was completely, in my opinion, unnecessary. Because I actually think that we probably see completely eye to eye, but you know, she has a larger audience than I do, and so she talked her shit and fine, whatever, but then it was like, I, I kind of want to say, look, let's just talk about it. You know, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm a complete transphobic asshole, and I, I was mistaken all this time. Are you? No, I don't think I am. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do think, however, that I am largely ignorant of the experience and of the community, and I have admitted that, um, and that's why I have asked questions, but, but I, I mean, I did say, like, hey, if you want to talk about this, and and because I, I have felt like you know that's that's not the courtesy that I was not extended on multiple cases, but yeah, you know, well, you know, fine, whatever. It, in fact, um, what I really want to talk to you about um, before we we both run out of time forever. Uh, yes, because there will never be more time. Yes, I I, I will never uh, I I never intended to get into any of this stuff. Uh, but uh, what I want to know, just uh, very basically, uh, sorry, that's actually not the phrasing I wanted to use. So the whole A news phenomenon, um, where the fuck did this come from? How did you decide to do it? Because obviously it has become a bit of a thing more than perhaps was intended originally. You guys started with the video stuff, and then you were gracious enough to invite people like me and Steve Shives and others. Hi, Steve, to join, and you know things have evolved and changed. But I, I have to say, and and this is ask because I've been impressed over the last couple of years that you and Brian started from this place where it seemed, if I might, <laughs> put words into your mouth. Where you seem to say, hey, you know, let's do this thing that'll be fun and just have fun with it and try to throw some good information in there and just have fun and see where it goes. And then it happened to go to some pretty interesting places. And I feel like you guys have thankfully never really lost your uh, your center, your kindness, your humor, and um, have well, not fallen under anyone's like you know pressure to do anything else, even when it probably would have been a good idea to do so. Well, I mean, people, we've actually had offers to uh, put our show on radio, and we've rejected oh, all of them. 
Oh, uh, we, wow. we've actually we've had a lot of offers for things like that. We've had a few uh, larger atheist groups offer to carry our stuff if we change some of our language, and we just flat out refused because we're yeah. not doing a news to be famous. We're not right. doing it to make money. It's See, fun that's for us. That's where I'm different. I'm like, God, if if only this could get more than 25 oh. hits. <laughs> hey, it'd be great. I would love a paycheck from it, but yeah. we're doing because it it's fun, not because it's a yeah. chore. Yeah, uh, we we love doing what we do. It started out as a way for it was my idea, and you know I'm going to okay. take full credit because mine, mine, mine. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to share it with Brian. It would never have ha happened if it wasn't for Brian. Right. But I want. I got mad that I could never find a good means on the internet for just atheist related news articles. Like this is right. before HuffPost, you know, had right, the religion right, blogs, yeah, and yeah. this is a while back, and. Uh, so I was like, well, there needs to be like an a atheist news or an A news, right. and uh, I was like, well, fuck it, you know. I've always said if uh, I find a niche, I might as well run with it. So I, I tried for a while to get some people on board because I knew the first thing I wanted to do was make something that was a group project. Right. Because I don't want to be front man for really anything. I don't want to be the only guy. From the, from day one, I wanted A news to be as many diverse voices as possible, talking about current events. Uh, talking about various concepts, abstract or whatnot. I wanted it to be fun, but I, like I said, I wanted to bring people together, and I wanted people to spread it around, and I wanted more people as time went on to come be a part of A News. It was always intended from day one to be a group thing. Yeah. But eventually, I found Brian, and Brian was like, "Fuck, I got nothing else to do, and you're fun." So we ran <laughs> with it. Yeah, you know what's funny is, um, in the very beginning, I think it was only a couple episodes in. Uh, I have often made very good predictions about things, and I have probably just as often been completely wrong. For example, I predicted that Titanic as a film would fail simply because, at the time I said, it would have to be number one at the box office for something like 36 straight weeks. And at the time, that hadn't really ever happened. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what did happen, so I was wrong. Mm -hmm. But um, I also, but I, I was also, I was, I was correct in um, when I first heard about the Wii, the Nintendo Wii, not the Wii U. I thought those fuckers are gonna print money. That will be the coolest thing ever, and everyone will fucking want one. And everyone said no one's gonna want this, and then boom, they made money. I predicted that A News would not go very far because I thought that one, I, I, I agree with you on the niche. I didn't think there'd be enough of an audience. And then two, I suspected that those who were in sort of more lofty positions like the Silvermans and the Moscatos of the world would not want to, to be involved. And what's so ironic about that statement is that one of those episodes, you interviewed Dave Silverman, and then the very next segment was me. <laughs> so, like, I was completely wrong. Well, and we never I'm got glad. big. Well, we've gotten, we've interviewed some of the greats. Uh, like recently, I had DJ Grothy on uh, on Amy's. Yeah, I, I heard that. I really enjoyed that one because that I, was a good episode. I, I really, I had never really spoken much with DJ before that, yeah. and I was very impressed with him. I actually, I'm really looking forward to meeting him at some point. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I was I'm, glad too because I, I, I have, um, I, I won't bring up names again. I'm really trying not to. Sorry, everybody. Um, well, let's let's not bring up the DJ drama. But uh, I mean, right, we've had a lot I, of really. I, I had largely heard about him through the drama that I'm alluding to, and I had always wanted to hear just him talk, and yeah. so I was really glad for you guys to have it on there. A yeah, very smart guy. Uh, but yeah, we've had a lot of like A-list guests. People are more yeah. than happy to come on our show for the most part. Like my guest tonight just canceled on me, so I'm gonna have to scramble for another oh, guest. Shit. He had to work. It happens. I'm not no, gonna. No, I know. Well, actually, 
You know, I, I it happens say, a lot, actually. Yeah, I meant to say this in the beginning, and I apologize for not having done so, but I wanted to, to thank you for doing this today because I know we were scheduled for later, but actually um, the person that I did have scheduled today who I consider an A-lister, um, she, uh, she <laughs> I was never fully communicative with her about when it was. I thought I was. For, it's weird. I, I wrote these messages to her, and she was very great. She's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do it. And um, and then I, the day came, and I was like, all right, so we're we doing this? And she's like, oh, I didn't realize it was this weekend. And I looked at my messages, and I never once said the date. <laughs> I was like, you fucking schmuck. So I've, I said, I've done that once or twice back in the day, and, you know, you make those mistakes, you learn from them, you don't yeah. do it again. Yeah, well, and, and the thing is, is that she was really kind. I She, she said, Hi, and I, I we, we agreed that next week, so so next weekend it'll happen. So what's so funny was that the, the little tag, uh, if we could call it that, that I wrote about you, when I was posting this on Facebook, posting the last one on Facebook to promote this one, uh, because you know I'm I'm an advertising genius, was uh, you know here's someone who completely destroyed my stereotypes. You have not destroyed any of my stereotypes, and in fact have reinforced some of them. But she has. So I'm I, I was I was hoping that if anybody chose to tune in either currently or after I post it, um, you know, on on, uh, on on YouTube and stuff. That people won't go in going, oh wow, really? Lee Moore destroyed anti? No, no, Lee Moore no. did not destroy. <laughs> I'm not really big. I mean, I make fun of stereotypes, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, no. So I, I, I did want to know all about that. I'm glad to hear about it because um, I, what, what I was proud of on your guys' behalf was that, like I said, you, you took something that was uh, niche and small, and you got to talk to some interesting people and and. Uh, I was initially saddened when you went off the video thing, although I understood why. But I still I think, am. Yeah, I, I still. If it was up to me, we would still be doing videos every week. But well, you know what's great about that was that it forced me to put shit together because I really like doing the YouTube kind of thing. And as I announced earlier, I'm not going to do the vlogging thing anymore because it's, it's such a pain in the ass and takes time. And I've got like five in the can. I haven't edited yet. It's a month behind. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and, I tried to do a video log once, and it just it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, and and so um, that's one of the reasons I'm doing this is to kind of keep it going. But what I, that's what I liked about what you guys had us do is you know we had a little assignment. It could be a couple minutes, and and so it just it kept the creative juices flowing and it kept the activity going. Um, and and so now I, I have a little project that I, I alluded to in the last recorded but definitely later to be released uh, vlog entry where I, I have a a thing in mind that'll go for at least a little while, it'd be basically a mini-series. Uh, but beyond that, I was like, well, shit, I don't know what else I'm going to do. <laughs> so, not that there's any need to. But um, what do you see, I guess, happening in the future with it, if you see anything at all? Because I, I know you guys have talked about um, doing other things with the uh, the podcast, or going back to video, or I don't know what else. I don't know. Well, uh, I think our, our greatest plan for the future is to keep doing what we're doing. And if something else comes up that's fun, we'll do that too. But I mean, that's that's if we can help and have fun doing it, that's what we're going to do with A News. That is the whole point of A News: do right and have fun while doing it, and make a few people laugh. And, yeah, I, I mean, I think and beyond that, we have no plans. I mean, we're going to try to do more videos. We keep trying, but a lot of we keep having a lot of technical complications right. that pop up here and there. Uh, there's talk about us doing an actual live before a studio audience episode. I thought that was a great idea. Book. Although I was jealous, uh, I, w I would want to do that, and I don't think it'd be possible. <laughs> uh, we logistically we can handle it. I just need to come up with the raise the money to make that happen because oh, okay. that means getting Brian up here and whatnot, right. and I can put him up in my place, but plane tickets still aren't cheap. No. 
and all that. <laughs> and there's a lot of other a lot of other little things like that we're working towards, and we're, we'll get there in the end. But uh, I mean, like I said, we've got plans, but we're not trying to get big, and I don't really think we are big now. We're we're getting well known, and we certainly yeah. have a large a lot of people download our episodes, but. Like I said, uh, I'm glad people like what we're doing, and we're going to keep doing it. But uh, being big is is not on the. It's not really important to us. Well, we're gonna I, have as fun, I recall, um, and we I want did, you to have fun with us. Yeah, yeah. Well, did Brian? I think he even said like he pays for the site, and yeah. and and it kind of breaks even or something. Um, not, not even close. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. We don't put the right kind of ads on the website to actually really monetize it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've made a dollar on YouTube since I started in 2006. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Big money right there. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I never... Um, I have a, a good friend who, who does stuff on video games and other things that just does great, great shit. Um, and he, he does, like, three shows, and he has some really interesting people on there, and it's all really fun stuff. And I don't know how the fuck he finds the time or energy... Well, we don't and, make any money off the podcast because most people right. download them from sites that are not ours, like their right. iTunes and whatnot. Right. So we don't make a dime off that. Uh, the only ad revenue we get is from the article site. And okay. I only write articles when I'm super passionate about an article. And like I, I won't just blog for the sake of blogging because I think that's what gets most people in trouble. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I agree with you. I, so we I, don't have regular content there. Right. I, I mean, I actually, I felt kind of bad initially after the whole uh, move to uh, Amy's reports aren't happening because I had intended to write more articles for you guys. And what I realized from myself was that this is actually the same conclusion I reached with the vlog stuff I was doing, which was it was becoming contrived. I was having to look for things to feel yeah. passionate about, and I was having to look for things to find time to do. And um, even the one that I did put on there, or on the old one about um, uh, the evolution discussion I had with that guy, I, I thought it was it was fine. I think it was a, a fine piece. It was obviously not news, um, but when I realized that it just wasn't happening, and while I completely supported you guys for what you're doing, and I and I love that people are engaging it, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, contributing to it and engaging with it. I just knew it was like, well, obviously this is not happening for me. Um, and if I do come up with an idea one day, fantastic. But I, what, what I don't want to do is force it, and then it feels forced. Yeah. Because right? you know that doesn't that doesn't benefit anybody. And I, I actually felt that way about uh, blogging because um, I, I do I rarely do that now, uh, just for sake of time and, and subjects and, and stuff. And what I did in the fall of this past year was I, I kind of made a promise to myself where I said, okay, look, just don't worry about it being something substantial. Just if you feel like saying something, say something and then call it good. And that I think helped, um, but I think the danger of that, of course, is that it can easily slip from that into just what some people call rage blogging. And, and that's sort of what the last um, yeah. random shit for Friday became. But I again, I felt like, I felt the need to say, you know, if you're going to talk shit about someone, fine, have your opinions, but at least get the facts accurate or yeah, use and factual information. I don't want to rage blog. When I write something, I want it to be factually accurate, important, interesting. Uh, I want it to actually be something that's worth publishing. Yeah, I agree with that. It's and, either that or I could write a bunch of meaningless posts about what I had for dinner. But I've got Facebook yeah. statuses for that. No, so I can I, get that, I I can get that bullshit a, out of my system. No, I think that's a perfectly valid way of putting it. In fact, um, I have this weird system now where I, in which I decide what to post on where... Like I, I posted something on Facebook recently about how I, I didn't think the verdict was a great movie and and I wasn't gonna write an article about that. <laughs> it's, it's like first of all, who gives a fuck? 
but I thought it would be something that you know friends and family might be interested in reading if, if they happened upon it. But um, you know, it's interesting. There's actually two or three things left currently that I've wanted to talk about on my site that I just haven't found the time to do. One's on Christmas carols, one's on the Unbelievers movie, and one's on something else that I don't remember right now. Um, and that's kind of it. Like I, I'm not. There's nothing else that I feel like this burning. And I think part of this, honestly, is because I stopped paying attention to the rage blogs or so-called rage blogs, and I stopped paying attention to a lot of um, the podcasts out there because. For a while, it was all reactionary. Like I wrote this long thing on uh, so-called hyper skepticism months ago because it was really pissing me off how many times I was seeing it mentioned. And so I wrote a bit on it, and I'm glad I did. But I don't want to write about it again because it just pisses me off, and I don't like being pissed off all the time. <laughs> so well, you're—it's not uncommon what you just said that you—you're pretty much backing off from all of that. Uh, the the atheist media media bubble is going to burst. Uh, back oh, in the early '80s. Yeah. Uh, Atari was was the king oh, of video yeah. games. I, I remember but that well. There, there was this thing called the video game crash of '83. And oh, in I know all about it. Yep. <laughs> so many different companies putting out so many shitty video game systems and shitty video games that the American market finally just said enough is enough. These things are garbage and stopped buying video games. Hence yeah. the crash. Yeah, and, and, absolutely. And that's I think we're actually going to get some of that uh, in the atheist media world because so much of what's being put out there is just garbage. Well, I mean, I, okay. I, Maybe we'll get a Nintendo to come around again, but I, I think there there is that already. But um, you know, I, even had it not been for the credibility destroying turn that happened after Dawkins' uh, Muslima comment and then Watson's um, let's boycott him thing, I think eventually I would have reached a saturation point myself, where I've been like, you know, I'm kind of done with these guys, and it's it's actually happened over and over and over and over and over again where I'll see some reference to an article posted on their site, and I'll maybe... I, I generally don't read the articles because of my experience, where I don't, I don't find them interesting or, or substantive beyond calling people out or calling things out. So what I'll generally do is I'll read, like, if I feel like it, the, just what the person who's posting it says. And, um, yeah, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't want to be angry. And uh, so, and I will most likely feel angry after this. I will feel like someone needs to to call the bullshit the bullshit, and I just don't like doing that. And in fact, uh, AJ Johnson and I had an exchange uh, a few months ago where she posted something that someone had said, and I and I told her like, uh, I don't want to read it. I'm just it's just it's just gonna piss me off. And she's like, No, 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 you should check it out. So I did, and I got pissed off, and I was like, Thank you, AJ. <laughs> I love AJ. Well, I, I hang out with her a lot up here. She's. She's a mind, She's like almost like a BFF, but only not really. But yeah, no, no. She's great, but but it, it sort of it just drove home again for me what I had been feeling, which was I just don't see the point of being pissed off all the time for not very good reasons. So I've dialed back and I've dialed back my activity, and and actually I realized the other day that what, with the vlog thing stopping, this is the only YouTube thing I'm doing currently. But I, it but it coincidentally is also my favorite thing. Like I had Al on last week. I had. Um, Atheist Loki on, and and I'm having you, and it's just it's fun, and it's like that's yeah. what it should be, you know. Yeah, these conversations are fun, and they're fun to watch. Occasionally, like uh, someone will put out one I want to watch, and I'll sit down and I'll spend an hour, and I'll be entertained. Yeah, exactly. So that's I mean that's sort of what became my uh, my raison d'être, if you will, is. Long time ago, I was like, "We need to say stuff about stuff," and then it turned into, "Oh, I need to 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 talk about these rage blogs that are pissing me off." And then it was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. What what do you want?" Yeah, we and, have been talking about the rage blog shit a little too much. 
Yeah, no, no, we, we, we definitely have. Well, and that's that's why um, whenever I've invited, in fact, someone I invited on, she was like, "Well, are we gonna are we gonna talk about this thing?" And I was like, "Actually, I don't even know about that. <laughs> no, I just wanted to talk about you." So, and that's why I asked you about you know how AA News started. Um, but actually, um, this is completely related to any of that. But I'm very curious. Um, how are you finding time with like holding down a job and holding down a wife? And I know that sounds terrible. I didn't mean it that way. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I hold down my wife. Yeah. If I tried, she'd punch me. And... <laughs> unless, unless you had an agreement that that's what you're going to do that night. That's true, um, but uh... yeah, uh, and and holding down is yours and she's oh, like oh. kind of this Amazon warrior woman thing. I to know. Her. I, I've seen footage of her in the early days and just seen her uh, her in action. And, and she's I... like a few inches taller than me, and she's like super skinny. And you wouldn't think it, but I mean, she'll, she's a scrappy. She's a little scary at times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so yeah, I, there's I, no I, me holding her down for shit. <laughs> but how do you? What, how does all this work? Because I've definitely found limited time and resources for what I'm into. Um, well, and you know, you do the godless revival and you do all that stuff. So. Well, yeah, I'm I, pretty much a full-time atheist these days because I do. Uh, we are atheism. Uh, atheist giving aid. That's. That's a new project I'm working with. It's a, well, it's an old project that I've, that I've signed on with. Right, and right. And that's that takes up a little bit of my time right now, and it's going to take up a whole lot of my time in the very near future, as soon as we get some uh, paperwork squared away. But uh, that A news does not take up that much of my time. Like, oh, okay. I, I, I oh, a few mind. hours a week researching, <laughs> and then uh, the the couple hours to actually record the show. Brian actually cuts it all himself. Yeah. He's brilliant with that. And then uh, some time promoting it. And then I spend like a few hours each week uh, thinking about working on an article and then usually working on an article and then deleting right. the article because I'm not happy right. with it. And yeah, then okay. like <laughs> once in a blue moon I'll actually be happy with it and post it everywhere. Uh, uh, then once a month, Godless Survival. There's a few oh, meetings for that. Oh, it's only once that. a month. I forgot yeah. about that. Okay. One, last Sunday of the month. But we might change that. But uh, right. But I mean, fuck doing this every goddamn week. <laughs> Are we Christian going out every Sunday? No. Once a month is perfect. You know, I, I don't know. But then, uh, I forgot, what do you actually do for a job, for a living? That's not something I usually talk about oh, okay. uh, no, publicly, hey, but uh, no, uh, it's in the it. IT world. Okay, okay, cool. Wow, that's... Are you um are you like a IT guy where like you code, or are you an IT guy where you fix stuff, or... I, Both. I can... Oh, okay. All of it. Wow. I, okay, now because I, as I recall, you guys moved there for your wife's job, but yeah. then you, I imagine, you were able to transpose what you did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Where do I sign up? Because <laughs> my wife's been wanting to go back to New York for a while. She's like, "Oh, I love New York." I'm like, "Yeah, I know it's." Yeah, you guys should come up here. We could be neighbors and hang out all the time and have barbecues yeah. and shit. Well, you know what's funny is you may have been there when we were there. I don't, we were last there in like '09. Um, oh no, wait, actually, I don't think you were there yet. But we. No, I wasn't there in '09. Her family is. Uh, well, I actually, I, I'm not gonna say where family is. That's stupid. Her family is somewhere, which is not entirely far away from New York. So we have. Uh, we've wanted to, you know, sort of go and do that whole thing, uh, which we'll probably do at some point in the near future. Yeah, so. Up. Yeah, well, no, it, that'll definitely happen because you know New York is like one of her favorite places. So it's going, music. I'd love to meet oh, you. Oh no, I, you meet mine. I, I've I've been there a number of times, and and it's one of the it's actually one of the only two places I think where the impression in my head of what the city would be like was not only met but surpassed by the actual experience. Oh yeah, this place will blow anyone away. Yeah, I, this like, is brilliance in its its greatest form. 
Yeah, no, I mean, what, I remember the first time I went there, I was like, oh my god, it really does look like this. <laughs> Holy mm-hmm. shit. And there really are all of these things, and Central Park really is there and all that. So, you know, I, I, if you uh, are okay with uh, answering, what part of town do you guys live in? Manhattan. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I'll say that borough. I'm on, I'm on the bit the, the cool borough. Wow, I don't know that you. Well, I don't know Brooklyn. That people talk like Brooklyn's were the the hit place to be, but I don't like Brooklyn. Oh really? I I haven't really been to the boroughs that much. I've actually only hung out in Manhattan, even though I I don't I've never lived there. Um, so I don't know much about the others, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Brooklyn. It's I don't know. It it's hipstery and kind of old and it it just it's a little creepy. Uh. There are parts of Queens that I like, parts of it I hate. Uh, Staten Island I've never even been to. And the Bronx is, you know, a fucking war zone, but they got the best zoo on Earth. <laughs> I, I once actually Bronx went zoo, to the Bronx. It, uh, it's worth it for the zoo, because that zoo is phenomenal. Right. <laughs> but Manhattan, I mean, this this island is it's brilliant. It's beautiful. All parts of it are beautiful. You know, it's the center of the universe. I, I never want to leave it. Like, I'm happy here. I've never I, been happier living someplace as I am happy living here. Oh, I understand. Um, so I, I just checked the time, and I'm sorry for taking up some of your time, but I, I realize we... I, I usually... I, the, the general goal is an hour. Um, I went oh, yeah, we a went, couple times. Yeah, we went way over. And so I got I, actually I, spend some, I got A News. Uh, we got to start recording that at 9, and I don't have a guest now, so I got to ru- rustle one up. <laughs> and if you're free, you should come on A News. I, I got to eat stuff, but I, I may I may drop... What, what was your topic this week? Uh, I, my topic had to do with my guest, and right. I said, I'm completely fucked now. Well, well, sir. Then, hey, you know, fucked is not not so bad. Second but, time this guy has st- stood me up, but his oh, work, I understand he's got bastard. a valid excuse. I'll get well, him on um, though. Well, I, I apologize for taking up so much of your time, but I, I really appreciate it. And I I'm grateful that we were able to do this because uh, even though we went on a bunch of tangents that I don't think either of us intended, I am glad that we talked about all of it because it's yeah. all fun stuff. Well, it's always and, good hanging um, out with you. I, well, of course, yes. <laughs> um, but I, I, like you guys on A-News, I, I do a little bit of wrap-up where uh, if you want to plug anything, you go ahead, and then I'll go ahead and warn you that uh, I always leave, now leave the last word to the other person. So what, how that'll work, of course, is that I'll, of course, just stay. You get the last word. And then when yeah. I feel like you're done, I'll just click off. So then, okay. Yeah. So go ahead and, and just uh, pump whatever you want to pump. And... Uh, Let's see, my name is Lee Moore, and you can find me on Facebook. You can find me at anewsreports.com. You can find me at apartmentj.com for all the greatest podcasts that you will ever listen to and maybe not listen to, and there's actually some really shitty podcasts too, but, you know, have fun with it. You can also find uh, shit I do at weareatheism.com and check out Atheist Giving Aid. If you want to prove to the world that atheists are charitable, non-baby-eating bastards, we've got a method for you to do it, and we can actually help people together, you and I, Helping the world, doing all that good kidney shit. Let's do it. <laughs> also, check out the Godless Revival and not the Sunday Assembly because, you know, we rock and they suck. And okay. a website for that is pending. We're, we're working on it now. Uh, we're on Facebook, though, so check out our fan page. That's where all our announcements are right now. And uh, not sure if there's anything else I really want to plug. So, yeah, I'm Lee Moore, and this is... Anton A. Hill and uh, uh, hold on, this, hold on. This hold is on. not A news. Yeah, this is not A news. Okay, so so my only things are um, uh, on Twitter at Anton A. Hill, all one word. Uh, the website's down there, atheistasshole.com, which is pretty much just now these things, <laughs> but whatever. And with that, now uh, Lee, I will give you the last word. So when I am done talking, you just say whatever you want, and then when I feel like you're done 
no matter you know what the length happens to be, I will just click stop broadcast. So with that, the last word to you, Lee. You know, uh, you mentioned your, your Twitter. I, I've never had a Twitter. I don't know how to use Twitter. I've been trying my best for years now to stay away from Twitter, but I'm actually debating breaking down and, and creating a Twitter, but I want to make a big stupid deal out of it and have a lot of fun with it and intentionally not know what the hell I'm doing. So I want to get everyone involved with that and, and Anton and you and Brian and everyone else and we should have some fun with trying to get me a Twitter. But yeah, that's just my random thought. 